Welcome to Destiny Revival Ministries Sermon of the Week. Thank you for joining us. You can stay up to date through our social media or give from the link in the details. We hope this message blesses you. Go with me quickly to, to Matthew um, chapter number 24 really quickly. Um, I want to read here. It says... Uh, you know, we must be bu- busy doing the will of the Father. You know, we can't be out feeding calves in the middle of the day sometime. Sorry, that's just, I'm just messing with Paul. <laughs> He'll understand, it's an inside joke. Uh, Jesus came out from the temple and was going away when his disciples came out to point to the, the temple building to him. And he said to them, do you see all these things? Truly I say to you, not one stone here will be left upon another which will not be torn down. And he was sitting on the Mount of Olives and the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us what will these thing, when will these things happen and what will be the sign of your coming at the end of the age? And Jesus answered and said, see to it that no one misleads you. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will mislead many away. You'll be hearing wars and rumors of wars. Somebody say wars, rumors of wars. And it says here, see that you are not frightened. Somebody say that, see that you are not frightened. So, so I just want to say this. I want to uh, play some stuff for you because how many of you know God is wanting His children not to be caught unaware of the tactics of the enemy? And so it's just simply to, to kind of sober us up into what is happening on a global scale right now. All right, let's just go right back here, 20, Matthew 24. It says, you see to it that you are not frightened for those things must take place, but that is not yet the end. Somebody say, not yet the end. Not yet the end. All right, so we're, we're in the end times where we see wars and rumors of wars. Do not be frightened. It's still not the end, okay? So this is a word of encouragement to us as a body, all right? That, and, and remember, when Jesus comes, the Bible says that there will be um, uh, people being given away in marriage. There will be buying and selling. So in other words, we're, when Jesus comes back, there's still going to be an economy that is still functional, all right? is there's going to be, life is going to be going on as usual. Like, you know, I'm talking in the midst of everything, all right? In the middle of all of this, there's going to be buying and selling. There's going to be trading. Real estate's still going to be going, no matter what the market looks like, all right? There's still going to be whatever business, uh, you know, the oil, uh, we still have oil. And by the way, just so that you know, they don't even know. There is, they don't, (laughs) there's not even enough power electrical power to actually support a grid of electrical vehicles, period. They don't even know. It's a dead end. It's going nowhere. I'm just letting you know that right now. Sorry, I just thought I'd throw that in there for free. Uh, so, so there's not even enough power to actually even supply this kind of system that they're trying to push us into. All right, so, so and, and, and the, every bit of, we've been so lied to on fossil fuel. There is an unending supply of oil. There is an unending supply of oil. Are you with me? Okay, so just thought I should say that. Praise God. Uh, (laughs) For nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. 
and in various places there will be famines and earthquakes, but all these things are merely the beginning of birth pangs, the beginning of birth pangs. They will deliver you to tribulation and will kill you, and you will be hated by all nations because of my name. At that time, many will fall away and betray one another and hate one another. You know, really, uh, the, uh, you know, there'll be a separation. Because at the end of the day, the direction that we're going in is either you're going to be a radical firm believer and the rubber is going to meet the road when it costs you your life. That's where the separation is going to come. So we're really going to know where the motivation of people is when your life is demanded of you. Are you with me? And if it's remotely heading in that direction, we're gonna hear things changing just a little bit. And so there's gonna be a separation. There's gonna be a radical church. There's gonna be a remnant. That is the time. And and we're stepping into that moment in time right now. I, I, I just went all the way back to 2020 in March. I'd written down something and uh, I didn't even know. I'd written some things down about a persecution coming, and uh, I had put it, marked it down, actually, uh, when I wrote it down, it was going to be for what I thought would have been Donald Trump's second uh, term in office. So when I wrote that down, in my mind, it was a done deal. He was going to be the president for a second term, and I saw in that second term, in the third quarter, or in the third year, going into the fourth year, I saw great persecution starting to come specifically to the church. Are you with me? Uh, make no mistake, you know, uh, right now, I mean, like, anyway, I don't want to get into politics right now. Let me just not get into that right now. All right, because I can go off on a rabbit trail here. It's all got to do with what I'm talking about, by the way, but let me just not go back into that. But there's coming persecution to the church. So that keeps me right back on track. Persecution is, persecution is coming first and foremost to the voice of conservatism and those who value life, those who value the, um, the, the, the molecular structure or the, or the structure of the family of fathers, mothers, families. And then more deeply, it's going to come for the church. Are you with me? To silence the voice of the church. Silence our ability for communication. Silence everything that we can so that we do not have a voice any longer. And by the way, just so that you know, just on a side note here, the big technocrats with all the greatest technocrats that govern most of how information is filtered through to everybody has actually kind of put all of the mainstream media on alert. They've been shutting down the voice of conservatives, but they've also told now even the liberal news media outlets, we're done with you, you're also out. And they are going to become the educators or the voice of what you get to hear when you get to hear it. And they're going to monetize whatever you want you, whatever you think you want to be put out there. Number one, it will be scrutinized by them. And if it's okay, they'll let it out for you to hear it. But they will be the arbiters of all things that are facts. All right, are you with me? So now these major guys are getting booted. And by the way, you know why they're getting booted? Because nobody listens to them. You've got people with private media outlets that are having 
hundreds of thousands more people listening to mainstream media news. They're out of business, folks. They're out of business. Anyway, so now the powers that be are trying to manipulate all of that. Anyway, all right, so let's carry on here. It says, and they will deliver you to tribulation, will kill you. At that time, many will fall away and betray one another and hate one another. Many false prophets will arise and mislead many because lawlessness is increased. How many of you see the spirit of lawlessness? The spirit of lawlessness. It's the spirit. The spirit of lawlessness is also attached to the spirit of anarchy. Are you with me? We are, in, we are witnessing every day throughout the United States of America here. We have been witnessing for a long period of time lawlessness and that lawless spirit is, uh, is, is continuing to try to rear its ugly head. So we're seeing that. We're seeing everything that the Bible says. But the one endure, who endures to the end, he will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom, somebody say this gospel, this gospel. of the kingdom, it says here, it will be preached in all the world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. <clears throat> wars, rumours of war, wars, see to it that you're not frightened, persecutions coming, have faith in God. God is going to look after His righteous ones. Amen? Amen. And we know that God is wanting to lift the church up above the judgment. You know, because when Jesus comes, we're entering into a different phase dispensationally. dispensationally. Yeah. It's not that God's changed. It's simply a, come on, I mean, it's both a removal of the righteous ones and even the Spirit of the Lord. And the enemy is gonna wreak his havoc on the earth and have his heyday for a short amount of time. Amen? Praise God. I know it sounds like a trilogy of the Lord of the Rings, but we're going to come and rule and reign here for a thousand years. Glory to God. Some of you might be, come on, the mayors and governors of cities here. Hallelujah. Thank you, G. Somebody say, I don't want to do that. I just want to, well, whatever it is, you're going you're gonna to be living in your glorified body. Hallelujah. Without a drop of pain, without any, and you can have that now. All right. You can have no pain right now. You know, and we can walk in dimensions that we're not tapping into. However, when we are ruling and reigning with Christ, all revelation will be in everybody at the capacity that God originally intended. So basically, we're going to look like what we should have in the garden when Adam, before Adam sinned. And the capacity that God created us in His image and likeness, we're going to function at full capacity. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. All right, now I just want to keep on track here with time so that we don't go and extend this thing further than what we should. So I want to, I want to say this, that <clears throat> how many of you are aware that there's some crazy stuff going on in the world right now? Amen. All right. And uh, remember, we, we have to be discerning in the spirit as to what's really going on. Because remember, what is peddled to us directly from the same mainstream media sources, are, they are giving you a specific narrative. I mean, I, I don't know how it all works, but I know that somebody at the top is disseminating whatever the plan is supposed to look like. 
And in the morning, when they start breaking out the new news headlines, it is sent. There's an email address. There's an email probably that goes out to all of these media outlets and they get their marching orders. That's why when you put them all together, they all sound the same. And they're using exact verbiage, exact phrasing, exact everything. So we can't believe. Now, uh, what is happening is happening. Uh, There's many question marks on what's happening. But the reality of why I'm actually even bringing uh, this up to us is that we've got to be in prayer because we are living in some serious times. Do not be frightened. All right. Remember, the motivation here is not so that we walk in fear. Because simultaneously we are going to see the greatest move of the Holy Ghost because we are going to be that church that will be the carrier and the glory of the glory and the fire of God for such a time as this, amen? So, so as much as there's craziness, though gross darkness may cover the earth, the, the, the light of His glory will be made manifest through His church. And guess what? You, <laughs> light dispels darkness. Come on. Darkness is the absence of light. So though there may be darkness, there is a light and it is the light of the glorious bride of Christ. And He's not coming back, just like I said last night, He's not coming back for a church that is singing, I'll fly away, oh glory, I'll fly away. He's not coming back for a church that's trying to fly out of here because half the church is looking like they're miserable. They're spending hell on earth. It is hell on earth until they get to heaven. But praise God, I'm saved. And we're gonna, and yes, we've got to endure to the end. And I'm not saying many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord will deliver them out of them all. I'm trying to say, but there's still hope. The point of the matter is the gospel hasn't been designed as something for you to pack your, pack your, your suitcases on the side of your bed and be singing, I'll fly away, oh glory. There's a work to be done. We, ha- we are the hands and feet of, to Jesus, of Jesus. And guess what? I just want to break the news to you. God, if it was up to God, this would have all been done a long time ago. But God made us and gave us the jurisdiction in the earth to be the hands and feet and the authority of His voice. We are, and in, in the heavens, God is saying, come on church, come on church, come on church, wake up. Come on, be my hands and feet. I've given you everything you need. I've given to you by the authority of my son. Amen. 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 So we're going to be the hands and feet of Jesus in the earth. Come on, you're going to be a walking revival. You are a walking revival. You are a walking glory carrier here. And, And like I said, we started out this year with the theme of, how many of you actually even remember this? What was it? Occupy until He comes. Those are, those are, that's the certainty of the commission that the church must have. We have a certain, we have those words that have been spoken by Jesus Himself. Occupy, occupy. That means to possess and take territory. He didn't say temporarily occupy. He said occupy, 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 occupy. In other words, kick some devil, but take names, take the kingdom of God by force. While it is daylight, work as hard as you can. Let us not be as those who are, come on, watching Hollywood. The America, American culture knows more about what is going on in Hollywood than they do about the current state of affairs in the world. 
And I'm an American. I'm just gonna tell you right now, we must be careful because all of that stuff has been designed to lull us to sleep. Just like those on the Titanic, while the boat's going down, they're all having their entertainment. Come on, we, 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 come on, we are going, we're not going to be put to sleep. Amen. Amen. We are going to be preoccupied with the things that preoccupy heaven. That is going to be our energy and our focus. And there's some things stirring in my spirit already about, you know, in addition to, come on, somebody say, and there's more. But wait, there's more. There's more coming. And the Lord is speaking to me already. I really feel like I'm just waiting. I'm just, I don't want to come out and say anything just yet. But it's got to do with communications. And the Lord is, I believe, setting us up for that, those communications. Because God is going to use us as a voice in this nation and on an international level. And I believe there's a blueprint being drawn out for this already. People are gonna need to be able to hear some hope in the time of turmoil. And we've gotta be that voice for them. We've got to be that voice. We've got to be that voice. We've got to be that voice. So I'm going to now really quickly, and it's going to take us to the time, and we'll still finish on time. I want to play two videos. Now, the first video, you're going to hear something, because the thought crossed my mind is, you know, how many of you realize that when when the Bible says here that... um, Many false prophets, uh, well, just before that it says, then they will deliver you to tribulation and will kill you and you will be hated by all nations uh, because of my name. How many of you realise, I thought to myself, who on God's green earth, what kind of humanity, what kind of humanity is capable of zero emotion where we can literally kill masses of people? What kind of cultures are out there? All right? And there are many forces out there, but we know there's two right now that have demonstrated zero emotion or zero value for life. And we know we're talking about the Islamic states. You heard me, yes, Islam. And we know the other side of that is the Chinese that demonstrate that kind of behavior. And I believe that they have been, uh, do you understand that at the, at the top of everything, that we live in a world full of evil people. And we think to ourselves, we're living in 2023. We've gone f- through a fairly decent amount of time where there has not been catastrophe on a scale like, you know, we've moved beyond the barbarianism of, of the taking of life. We've moved past all of that. And, and we've come out of it. How can society go back to that? You've got to understand, people that have got all the money in the world, they own practically everything anyway. They, well, what else do they want? They want power. They want, to, they, want, they want us to be their complete subjects. The, 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 the whole deal of everything that's going on right now is to cripple the economy on the global scale. And of course, they want to cripple the economy of the United States of America, bring us down to our knees, bring us into a cashless society, so that we become enslaved to them as in a system. We will become slaves to that system. That's it. 
Because when they've got us to this point, they're gonna be able to tell us what we can do, what we can buy, how we need to behave. If we're not behaving right, they'll just stop us from getting funding or credit. No, no, you think I'm crazy. I'm not crazy, this is happening. That's what's happening. That's why we are in what we are in right now. Our, our Capitol Hill is not interested. Let me just break it to you. The politicians are, have proven to every one of us, they don't care. They are, we are their constituents that have voted them into office. They don't care about you. They will do whatever they want and they're proving it right now. They are arrogant. And I'm talking about Democrats and Republicans, two heads from the same snake. Politicians bought for and paid for. That's why nothing can ever get advanced because the moment anybody will try to do anything, they will say, hey, remember what this backdoor deal, remember this backdoor deal? You are going to be, you are going to be exposed on, on all over the news. They've got something on all of them. So if they want to even do, they pretend they want to do good, but they can't because they are bought for and paid for. They've signed backdoor deals. They've done all kinds of things. They've sold their souls to mammon. Just the smallest way possible, they would have already put Jim Jordan into position already. That should have already happened already. Why? No, because they are going to pass funding through the back door so that money can go overseas and laundered, put through this way, and it's gonna, a lot of it's coming right back into the hands of these evil people. Come on. All right, so I'm still getting ahead of myself. We're gonna move over here, but I wanna show you a video. Now, I want to show you the first video. This guy, I believe, is an anointed man of God, and it is a part, this first video is five minutes. The second video is also by the same individual. His name is um, Tommy Arioma. Tommy Arioma. Uh, And by the way, we've got some exciting things in the pipeline for 2024, just so you know. Don't play those videos just yet. Thank you for lining them up. Uh, 2024, somebody say it's going to be a good year. I'm talking about, okay, so remember, God, we have, we have, we have daylight still. All right? And we've got to go against the forces of darkness where it counts. Amen? We've got to really be the hands and feet of Jesus. God's raising up an army. I spoke about Ezekiel 37, when, he, when, when God speaks to Ezekiel to raise up the, uh, you know, can, can these bones live? When he was taken up in the spirit and the Lord speaks to him and he says, can these bones live? Ezekiel says, I don't know, Lord. And he says to him, now prophesy at the command of the Lord. And afterwards we understand the bones started coming together. And at the end of that, which I haven't even used, and we just did this whole thing about uh, 300 and raising up that army. And I forgot completely at the end when the bones and the sinews started to take form. And then he said, now breathe, speak breath. And he says, uh, he prophesies breath back into us. And the Bible says that, that, there's a, that there arose an exceedingly great army. Amen? 
And I believe prophetically we are right now in a time where there is a prophetic breath of God that is blowing into the church world and the Valley of Dry Bones is coming back alive again. And there is an exceedingly great army arising on the face of the earth right now that is going to respond because it's now going, okay, this is getting real. Where do I stand in all of this? And that exceeding army is becoming quickened for those who have ears to hear what the Spirit is saying. So you're gonna hear one perspective here because beyond this first five minute video, and uh, Lord have mercy, if we can get this guy, I will gladly take him no matter what date he can give us. I'll bring him right here. Uh, and and uh, the point of the matter is, is uh, this is gonna be one take. Remember, on top of all of what you're about to hear in this five minute video, there is also the globalists that sit on top of that. What he is sharing is the globalists allowing, it's part of their plan for this to all fall out, all right? But this is a very interesting take. I'm not saying that, I'm just saying just it's another perspective which is very, very fresh. And then we're gonna go ahead and play a video right after that. So lights off, cinema time, watch it and hear what the Spirit is saying. Amen. Go ahead. Actually speaks about Persia. It says, I'll raise up an army against Babylon who have no regard for women and no regard for infants and babies. Tell me some of the things that you see. I heard the words, beware the sleeper cells of nations are being activated. And then I looked and this army had moved from the mountains of Afghanistan into the mountains of the United States. As goes Israel, so goes the U.S. Holy Spirit, take over this show. This is your platform, and we both yield as much as we humanly can to be spokesmen for what you want said. Tommy, you sent me a, a word that God showed you so specific having to do with what's going on in Israel at this moment in history and what is about ready to happen in the future. About three years ago, said the Lord showed me in a vision and I was actually on your program maybe last year sharing some of these things, some a nine years left prophecy. Tell them you have nine years left and nine years will feel like nine months, and nine months will feel like nine days, and nine days will feel like nine seconds. And one of the things in the nine years left prophecy was there was gonna be a shaking of Netanyahu from his position. And that he would lose his place in the next, uh, in some kind of election. And I believe God was shaking the heavens and the earth just as he said he would to shake things that none of us ever thought could be shaken. I said, God, when will the shaking stop? And he said, when you are unshakable. He was gonna be reinstated back into his position because that was an intensified Iran on the forefront and Iran was going to be riled up to do something against Israel. So when the Hamas thing happened, the Hamas infiltration, the air, land and sea attack that we saw this year, the Lord told me to unmask Hamas and to reveal and expose the real face hiding behind Hamas and Hezbollah. So I went live on our program and I shared, this is not Hamas. Hamas is the patsy, Hamas is the PR face, Hamas is who they're going to point at saying it is Hamas, this is actually Iran. This is Iran in disguise, and we are going to see newspaper articles coming out that Iran funded and backed this attack. 
No sooner than 24 hours, I was receiving messages and emails from everybody saying, Iran backed the Hamas invasion of Israel. And something in me just got stirred up uh, to investigate this with the Lord further as to exactly what is going on and what time we live in. Interesting enough, this morning, I read on some news accounts that President Biden assured the public that because he's talked to the people in Iran, that Iran is not involved. It shows me that uh, you can't believe what you hear on the news. That's what right. it tells me. Right. And one of the things that was so compelling to me in the video that I shared was that we're going to see Biden try to cover his tracks because of a funding of Iran's nuclear program and a funding of money that was underhandedly given. And, you know, one of the amazing things again that came out was that $6 billion had been sent frozen uh, in a frozen, somewhat frozen account but that was released to Iran uh, for humanitarian aid. But then videos leaked showed later on in some news articles that some of that funding was being used, like piping was being used to recreate bomb technology and different things like that. So it's clear that something is going on between America and Iran that America under this administration doesn't want the world to know about. I don't even have words to articulate this. We are seeing atrocities at a level we haven't seen since Hitler. Uh, and frankly, they're even going beyond that. Um, it has to be the same spirit that controlled it. Adolf Hitler is controlling Hamas and Hezbollah and the terrorist groups of the, throughout the world. I mean, we've seen this in scripture. Nothing is new under the sun. Iran is the Prince of Persia. It's the same principality that manifested in Daniel's day. And when Persia came, according to accounts, Persia came under Cyrus to destroy Babylon. And the Bible actually speaks about Persia. It says, I'll raise up an army against Babylon who have no regard for women and no regard for infants and babies. And you're seeing this same spirit erupt again, this prince of Persia that is has no regard for women. It says actually in Isaiah's prophecy against Persia, it says they'll rape women and they'll, they'll kill babies, infants. We see that same principality of Persia manifesting itself again, rearing its ugly head in that attack where we saw babies beheaded, we saw so many things happening. But what's so painful to me is the blindness on the West and the blindness on the church as well to see this plight that's happening to our Jewish brothers. There's an ugly replacement theology that has gone around the world that somehow the Christian church is a new shoot by itself. And, you know, Sid, the Bible actually calls people like me the wild olive branch. We're the wild ones. We're the ones that were engrafted into the existing faith. We're not the replacement, you know, and so it's just sad to see that. If there is such a blindness. Now, the Bible talks about a blindness over the eyes of Jewish people to see right. Jesus. But there is just so much blindness on the on the church today. I don't know if you saw this account, uh, but I saw some of these pro-Palestinian rallies in the United States, and I saw the most beautiful Muslim young kids, and they actually said all these atrocities that the press is reporting, every one of them are lies. They believe yeah. it. That's in Hitler's day, he said, if you tell a lie long enough, people will believe it. And that's what happened in Hitler's Germany. You know, there are over 50 Muslim states. There are over 
22 Islamic countries, but there's only one Israeli state, there's only one state. And so to call Israel the occupiers, if they only have one Jewish state, it's sad to see. There's a there's a spiritual blindness there that I believe is prophetic. I believe it has to happen. Unfortunately, it's a sad plight, but in order for Bible prophecy to be fulfilled, part of that has to take place. Now, am I saying that we are in the end times? I believe we've been in the end times for a long time, but the contractions are getting fewer and further in between in terms of world atrocities. And there's so many prophetic things that I'm seeing in the spirit that is happening right now, all surrounding that one strip of land. Tell me some of the things that you see. Well, this morning I had a really fresh vision from the Lord. It was so clear. I was waking up at 2 a.m. and again at 6 a.m. And I said to the Lord, what's, what's on your heart? What are you, what, what, what? I was just asking generally. And the Lord was weeping. I felt him weeping over Jerusalem. And you know, that scripture came to mind, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, if I should forget thee, let my right hand lose its cunning. Let my tongue cleave to the roof of its mouth. There was such a, a dry mouth weeping and lamentation over Jerusalem. Uh, but I saw uh, the Lord then transition me in this vision, and he was on the mountains of Afghanistan. And in this vision, he had binoculars in his hand. He was scouting a ready mountain Afghani army that were an offensive. And then I looked in and this army had moved from the mountains of Afghanistan into the mountains of the United States. I saw Australia. I saw different parts of America very clearly. It was so clear that the Lord was just lifting them off this morning to me one by one. And the Spirit of God said that this was going to move from being a conversation about Hezbollah, Hamas, and you're going to see Al-Qaeda and Afghanistan getting involved. People were going to blame President Biden for the terrible atrocities of fleeing Afghanistan at that time. I heard the words, beware the sleeper cells of nations are being activated. Be on alert, 911. And it was Psalm 91 verse 1, because your enemy has come to exact vengeance on the nation. And it was not just, now it wasn't just Hamas, Hezbollah, it was Al-Qaeda, it was Afghanistan. And we were talking about an already, people were talking about an already defeated enemy raising its head again, but it was always there. It was just sleeping in the different nations. I saw very specific attacks in very specific places. I saw attacks in parts of New York, praying for this morning Manhattan. I was praying for uh, um, Arizona. I was praying for London, North London. I was praying for Chicago. And I saw them say, we cannot drop bombs on them. We have no planes, but we are the bombs and we can drop inside of them. And I saw places, I'm from London, so I saw, I was now standing in the London Met in Scotland Yard, and they were developing strategies to uncover hidden cells, uh, hidden bomb-making units throughout London through listening to web chatter, but it wasn't enough because there was no more communication through mainstream applications. I saw apps that were created that were encrypted on both ends and it became the duty of these people in the scotland yard and london met to infiltrate these new applications and the lord said that this will have a double-edged effect just like we saw in the us the creation of the um tsa he said this will accelerate not only the attacks upon america and the west 
but it will accelerate the death of privacy. I saw a new war being fought on privacy. What, what can we give away? What can we withhold? And then I saw a rising in 2024, a decade, but we'll call it the decade of the boundary wars. And these wars were being fought by proxy, by militia, but they were being fought by the face of different countries. And they were fighting over territory. It wasn't just in the Middle East anymore. It was now China and the South China Sea. It was Russia and Ukraine, which wasn't going to go away anytime soon. But everybody was fighting their own boundary wars. I saw India fighting its boundary wars. I saw different nations contesting for boundary and territory and reclaiming lost territory. And I asked the Lord what he's doing, and the Lord said, I am resetting the boundary lines of nations again across this decade. And people are fighting land, sea, and air wars over boundaries. And then interestingly, I saw the former president or prime minister, Ahmadinejad, and he was hiding behind a curtain as if to say he had taken on some kind of godfather role that there was a stirring up of, of something with him. And I saw a reignition of an Afghani uh, poppy trade that was going to be utilized to fund back channel uh, uh, projects to raise millions for terror war. And all of this came in a, in, in a flash from about 2 and 6 a.m. I want to take you back to some visions that you sent me about what you believe God's revealed to you is going to happen on this war going on in Israel right now. You actually, now, now Netanyahu says he's going to wipe Hamas off the face of the map, but you mm -hmm. saw it starting and stopping a number of times. Explain what you saw. I saw nations calling for terms of peace at least three times, and at least three times it backfired. They called it ceasefire. Call ceasefire. And I saw it, it looking like ceasefire was imminent, then war started again. Call a ceasefire, ceasefire, then war started again. And each time it started again, it escalated because somebody wasn't keeping the terms of the ceasefire. But I saw the Lord's hand involved in this because there was an acceleration of something that was happening for Israel to reclaim its territory. But I also saw that the enemy was going to use this to turn the tide. And where people were saying, I'm, I'm pro-Israel, all of a sudden nations became pro-Palestine. And of course, we've already begun to see some of this with the marches in London, marches around the world where millions are, are rallying together. But it was like this was a catalyst to expose the hidden sleeper cells within the nations. Where does Isaiah 60 fit into this whole horrific outline that you have just outlined the plan of Satan, which we should be praying against, uh, and that's the purpose of hearing prophecies that are negative, but where does Isaiah 60 fit into this equation? What has God shown you about what is called in the scriptures the greater glory? I actually believe, and I know you believe this, that the greater glory cannot come without the recognition of our Jewish brothers and sisters in the Christian faith. I believe that when that synergy happens, and it's not going to happen among the masses, I believe it's going to begin among the remnant. When that synergy takes place, Apostle Paul calls it resurrection from the dead. 
there's going to be a power and a glory that is released that's called the latter glory and you know what's it going to look like well if god says i'm doing a new thing i don't think it's going to be on any of our grid what new means but one of the things i realize is this a lot of people think we're going to go through war and then we're going to see the glory after the war i actually believe we're going to see the glory in the midst of the war i believe that we're going to see a rise of the kori ten boon anointing that in the midst of tribulation and trial there's going to be great glory great rescue great outpouring i believe we're going to see god on the battlefield again i believe we're going to see a release i actually had a vision and in this vision i saw the lord and you know i know prophets have these airy fairy visions so i'm going to try and cement this in some element of reality but i saw the lord standing on the edge of a cliff of heaven with angel michael by his side and we know that michael is the archangel for israel and i really saw him standing there ready for battle ready for battle but he didn't engage and i also wonder why aren't you engaging and the lord said because i'm waiting for my ecclesia to declare the war and it wasn't the war for uh, uh just a natural battle it was for us to move from treating israel like a political thing to treating it like a prophetic thing that this is a time where the lord says arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the lord is now risen upon you but look where the ships are coming from they're not coming from america they're not coming from from uh europe the bible says they're coming from the middle east all these countries where the glory is coming from in isaiah 60 it talks about the middle east we're so american centric when it comes to reading the bible that i believe actually god is setting the stage uh the bible says the lord comes from taman you, you read all these scriptures and you realize that the glory is coming from the east and is coming here and across the world as we begin to partner like daniel and align with scripture not with our feelings not with our political party with scripture and pray through prophecies like he did the book of jeremiah until they come to pass those that are viewing right now i personally believe and i believe tommy does too that we are coming into rough times i'm not an ostrich i don't have my head buried in the sand but we're coming into the greatest season for believers to to experience the presence of god and act uh, like jesus said we would jesus said we will do the same works he has done and even greater because that greater glory is going to be on us but it's only going to be on those that are totally forgiven of sin totally know that they are the righteousness of God and Messiah Jesus totally know they're loved and totally know they're protected until they fulfill their their destiny in the book of life and the first step is to say this prayer out loud with me and to mean it to the best of your ability out loud mean it to the best of your ability i have not said anything you cannot do. Uh if for some reason you can't speak out loud, God will understand you doing it on the inside. But repeat after me. Dear God, I'm a sinner. Against you and you alone have I sinned. And I'm so sorry. I believe your blood washes away every one of my misdeeds. And you have no remembrance of it. anymore. And now that I'm clean, Jesus, come and live inside of me. 
Thank you for saving me from my sins. I make you Lord of every area of my life. Amen. Tommy, pray for everyone watching, but you know, once I just want to make one statement to kind of cement what Tommy's been saying. Have you ever looked at the spelling of the word Jerusalem? This is the way it's spelled. J-E-R-U-S-A. And then the rest. USA is the center of Jerusalem. Jerusalem is not owned by the Jews, not owned by the Arabs. God says this is my land. It's owned by God Almighty. And he gave a lease to the Jewish people. And that I read it and that settled it. How long is the lease? Forever, a thousand generations and everlasting in Psalm 105. Uh, those are pretty good terms, Tommy. Oh, and you made the point, we are should not be USA-centric if we want to understand end-time Bible prophecy. We should be Israel-centric, and God will take care of USA. So, Tommy, pray, just as press into the Spirit, and pray whatever God shows you to pray right now. I believe that there are many of you watching that there's still a wrestle on the inside of your heart with, is this, are we su supposed to support Israel or Palestine? What, what, where, where are we right now? The Lord says, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. For if it goes well with them, it will go well with you. So Father, we didn't come to you as our husband so that we could have our own opinion about what you said. We surrender to what you say. Salvation belongs to the Jews. So Lord, we are being grafted branch. So Lord, we thank you that their blindness was for our benefit. But now we ask you that that prodigal son that you love returns back home, that Jerusalem, that, Lord, it recognizes the Jewish Messiah, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, as its Lord. Father, we pray right now for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray, infiltrate even Palestine, infiltrate even the Arab world. And I see a vision of the Lord opening up a gateway for good, but the enemy is also going to use it as a gateway for bad in Saudi Arabia. I see the Lord building Saudi as a gate to the Arab world and filling its stadiums with the cry of salvation. There is going to be a shift in the nation of Saudi Arabia. In Jesus' name, amen. And by the way, the word amen means so be it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Is this okay, y'all? Um, you know, and I'm not saying this lightly, but, you know, we're not seeing, we're, you know, not a lot of churches will be playing this kind of stuff on a Sunday morning. Uh, you know, they're going to be talking about, uh, you know, all kinds of weird things and wonderful things. Uh, we, want, we want to make sure that we keep the people of God awake. Amen. Um, now, remember, there's, there's some things. I want to show this to you. I agree with 95, 97, 98% of what Brother Tommy is saying, you know. 
um, you know, just realize this, we are the wild olive branch grafted in. But remember, we're all under one new man. We're all Jews and Gentiles, all are equal in the equation of the one new man. Are you with me? You know, there's not one, God's not showing preference to one over the other. However, we understand that prophetic, the end time prophetic message is located. It's all on that side. Remember, America wasn't even there in the time when all of this stuff was happening. And I like the fact that they mentioned Jerusalem, USA in the middle of that is because I believe God has used this nation as a big brother to Israel. Are you with me? And so we must pray for the peace of Jerusalem. I wanna go ahead and say this. You hear Al-Qaeda and uh, Hamas, uh, ISIS and all of these names. Let me just go ahead, don't caught up. Those are very specific names given. It is all part of the Muslim Brotherhood, all of it. They just give them different names. Uh, right now, you know, there's the, the language that's going out. Well, we wanna just, you know, we wanna absorb a lot of these, uh, the Palestinians into the United States. And we say, heck no, we don't want any of that coming over to this nation. Uh, you know, I usually like to say, if you don't like it, just stay where you are. You know, don't come here and disrupt our way of life. I mean, stay where you are, clearly. But anyway, the last thing I'm gonna go ahead and say is this. Now, the Palestinians, apparently, according to some of the other Muslim nations, they don't even want to take the Palestinians, right? They don't want to take it. Remember, they are the scapegoat right now. They have to be able to pin it on somebody. All, are, all of them are allowing all of this to happen. So please don't be fooled by any of that language. All right, so we've got to pray. Uh, because we've got Russia involved. North Korea's just come out on the scene right now with threats of nuclear stuff. So there's all this kind of stuff. So there's, and, and, and uh, China, China's also a player in all of this. And Russia and China are not in bed with America, I guarantee you that, amen. So it's again, wars and rumors of wars, do not be troubled, do not be frightened, amen. So I believe that in the midst of this, we're going to see incredibly phenomenal things as the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. So let's continue to pray. Let's not have our heads. Let's pray. Let's be aware of the tactics of the enemy. Why am I showing this to you here? So that we can pray, so that we can recognize the hour that we're living in. And then we become so focused on what God wants us to do so that hopefully, the, the goal and the fruit and what I'm trying to get us focused on is occupy until He comes. Let's use our hands and feet. Let's use our mouth to propagate the Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and begin to let His glory be made manifest through us. Amen. Hallelujah. I love you, church. God bless you. Thank you for coming to fellowship today with us. Amen. Praise God. For those of you watching by way of online, I know that we received the offering. Uh, but if you can go to www.destinyrevivalministries.com, click on the Your Support button where you can give safely and securely. And then everybody in this room knows how to do that. God bless you, everybody. Thank you for watching uh, by way of live stream with us today. God bless you.